This episode is brought to you by Smart Food. What makes Smart Food so smart? It's Air Pop popcorn, tossed in white cheddar cheese, only 70 calories per cup, a notorious black bag of popcorn deliciousness. You are what you eat. Welcome to the Smart Club. Shop now at snacks.com. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no. She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner. Doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. It's whenever you're listening to this, you know what that means. It's the WrestleWolf Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD. No Paulie or Matt this week, so we're just going to go through some of your questions. We've never done this before. I've had some people email in over the last few months, the last couple of days. I asked for some questions and got some. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. You are going to be the co-host. So, um, yeah, I think we just get into it. There's no real point in me. Talking about what I have and haven't watched, I don't think, is there? Nah. The uh, first question we have here is from Ollie, uh, who is in Sacramento. Uh, what are your thoughts on Shane McMahon being fired, and will he join AEW? Uh, no, he won't join AEW. But him being... I don't even know if he's being fired. Uh, to be honest, Ollie, uh, I think uh, Shane and Vince have had a strained relationship at the best of times, by the sounds of it. I mean, this is all very hard to, to actually say for sure when you're not in the room. I, The way that Shane has been reported or his behavior has been reported, there's a lot of terms like erratic being used. Uh, erratic behavior, you know, temper tantrums, losing his temper, all that kind of stuff. I just wonder if there's um, uh, maybe problems with the wellness policy is probably the nicest way I could put that. Um, I mean, either way, it, it seems like he pissed off a lot of people and in that group he's pissed off the wrong people. Um, me personally, I think... There's a tendency for people to uh, be pretty hysterical about these things for the first week and then sort of calm down. Um, I, it feels like Shane is probably a bit of a scapegoat because that rumble, as I was saying last week, was um, terrible. Um, but it also felt kind of predetermined because it happened like two days after the rumble. So... Um, yeah, will we see Shane back in WWE? If if the family, if Vince keeps a hold of the company and doesn't sell it, probably. Um, but I don't know, man. More and more, I'm starting to feel like uh, 
it would be the most Vince McMahon thing to sell the company and not hand it over to anyone else. And that's his right. He built it up. Um, you know, whatever you think of the practices that he used to build it up, he's built it up. He can sell it. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. So, but to answer your question, Shane McMahon is not the person coming through the forbidden door. Um, I don't, uh, uh, Tony got relentlessly, Tony Khan, that is, got relentlessly poked at this week for using the term uh, forbidden door about a contracted um, or non contracted wrestler because he's not coming through or she's coming through the forbidden door because it's not a forbidden door if they're a free agent. Anyway, I think that's <laughs> starting to get a little nitpicky. Um, I think it's more likely for Triple H to show up in AEW than for Shane McMahon, and I think that's pretty fucking unlikely. So, what, it, I mean, from the fun side of it, it would be amazing. Imagine Shane McMahon coming out the pop. Oh my god, blah 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 blah. But you've got to ask yourself, like, is it beneficial for AEW? And and it really isn't because if you start signing people like Shane McMahon, Triple H, so people who are legitimately part of the the engine of WWE over the last 20 years, then you are starting to prove the bad faith actors uh, WWE stands right because you're just signing everybody that WWE no longer has a relationship with rather than picking and choosing the people who can who can elevate AEW. So no. <laughs> no Shane, no Triple H. Although old man Logan DX I could be into. Uh, next up, we've got Dave from Melbourne. Who's coming through the Forbidden Door on Dynamite tomorrow? A lot of Forbidden Door talk. Fair enough. That's Tony Khan's been doing a good job of spoking that. Uh, just for the record, uh, Paul thinks that it's Jeff Hardy. I think Matt was um, falling on Jeff Hardy as well. I, I think it'll be Keith Lee. All the talk's been about Keith Lee. Um, you know, the, well, actually, all the talk in the last 24 hours has been about Will Ospreay. But I think we've, we've had this before <laughs> where the announcement is announced uh, and then people sort of fill that with whoever they want um, in that spot. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it worked. We, we fantasy booked CM Punk for two years and he showed up and we fantasy booked Brian Danielson for two years and he showed up. So, fuck it. I'll say Will Ospreay. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, Keith Lee or Will Ospreay, I'd be happy with. Jeff Hardy, I, I can see the benefit of Jeff Hardy. I'm not as big a Jeff Hardy fan as most people my age. Um, I've always been a bit boring with my tastes in wrestlers. <laughs> um, you know, love the Brett, uh, Brett the Hitman heart to the world. I think if maybe you were more Matt's age, who's like 10 years younger than me, so early 30s, Jeff Hardy is your guy. Um, and I get that, he's great, but um, I don't know, I'm always more for uh, trying to get younger talent than um, guys in their 40s and 50s, but look, all of those guys have their, I mean, in, if in the next two months, AEW debut, Jeff Hardy, Will Ospreay and, and Keith Lee, that roster is starting to look ridiculously stacked, uh, and all those guys bring different things, so... Uh, but I'm sort of sitting on the fence. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Will Ospreay. Go out on a limb. Fuck it. Why not? 
Uh, next, we got Michael from Dubai. I think I know who that is. Who who will have the biggest year on AEW and WWE? Uh, I assume you mean wrestlers, um, and you know, as far as popularity and all that kind of thing. Um, uh, well, WWE is easy. It's Roman Reigns, um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar, maybe. It's going to be one of those two. Um, AEW, it's hard. I mean, the thing that I've loved about AEW is that just when you think you know what they're doing and who they're going to push, they 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 consistently surprise me in pleasant ways. And the fact that they haven't pushed Punk or Brian Danielson, uh, I mean, you know, Mox has been champion, but... Um, like at the moment, it's Hangman Page being pushed and, and deserves to be because he, he did amazing work for two years. Um, I think Adam Cole is who they're, who Tony Khan's putting all his money on. It's been a lot of a lot of Adam Cole on TV in the last month and a half, and of course you would if you, you had a talent like that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say Adam Cole, Bay Bay. And um, and Roman Reigns. I mean, you can't go past. But I'd love to say someone else in WWE, but I mean, who would it be? Sami Zayn. I mean, maybe maybe Aust- uh, Austin Theory. Maybe they seem to like him. But uh, you know, I mean, that could be a two month thing. Um, you know, and then he has one main event thing, mid card released. You, you you just you never know. <laughs> Uh, female wrestlers, uh, well, Ronda Rousey for WWE. <laughs> uh, AEW, I think, is going to be Thunder Rosa. Um, yeah, I think Thunder Rosa. I'm trying to think of anyone that I've... Maybe Serena Deeb. Um, I think Thunder Rosa is the, is the bankable star, babyface star. Um... So yeah, Thunder Rosa and Ronda Rousey in the women tag teams. We'll go tag teams as well. Um, well, if Brian Danielson and John Moxley form a tag team, then definitely those two. Otherwise, maybe um, I don't know. Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. There's a prediction for you. <laughs> they'll form a tag team and they'll win the tag team titles. Uh. Does WWE have a tag team division anymore? Uh, the Usos. Uh, when do the young... Uh, so, sorry, this next one is from John from Dallas. Thank you, John, for your email. When do the Young Bucks become tag team champs again? Oh, that's a very good question. When does Kenny Omega come back? Um, because I think we will have uh, Red Dragon versus Young Bucks story for the titles and I think they will lose I think the Bucks maybe will get the titles back so that they can lose them to uh, Red Dragon when Adam Cole and when the Undisputed Era take over AEW um, yeah so soon probably but I mean uh, uh, Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus are champs at the moment and they seem to be 
FTR are thereabouts. The Lucha Bros will come back. There's the House of Black as well, who will probably get their hands on those titles sometime soon. I think the House of Black um, should win the titles and win them pretty quickly um, just to establish them as a force in the company. And then you can push uh, Malachi Black from there. Um, but the Bucks, man, they're so good. I mean, even just BTA, which is legitimately just bullshit. It's just dudes filming stuff on their phones. is <laughs> infinitely watchable when they're when they're on the screen. I, you know, I can watch the guys are so watchable. I can watch them drink coffee walking through an airport, complaining about losing bags, and I'm and I'm into it. So, um, yeah, man, look, they're not. They've re-signed, they're EVPs, they're the best tag team in the world, voted by PWI readers and uh, Sir Kayfabe um, in our awards. They're always going to be there and thereabouts. It would be good to see them wrestle a bit more on TV, I think. The problem with extending the the roster as, long, as big as it is in AEW, you're missing out on seeing great wrestler, wrestlers wrestle every week and... Uh, I mean, we're spoiled as wrestling fans, but anyway. Uh, last question is Will from Sydney. Will <laughs> Will asks, will AEW overtake WWE this year as the biggest promotion in the USA? Uh, and by proxy, therefore, the world, probably. Um, look, I've been pretty gung-ho about this, especially when doing uh, episodes with Matt last year, that AEW would take over Raw in the ratings by the end of last year, which obviously didn't happen. Um, but their their growth has gone from six to 700,000 to one to one point million in the last year, year and a half. So if that growth continues, you know, we're looking at 1.5, 1.6 by the end of this year, halfway through next year. And if Raw stays where it has for the last two years, three years, then yes, they will. AW will, from a rating standpoint, overtake Raw at least. Maybe not SmackDown. Uh, WWE have been a big publicly listed company for a long time. So they know how to make money. They're in the business of making as much money as possible to fatten up the cow because I'm almost I'm almost 100% convinced now that the company is being sold. So... Um, and and they keep making money despite themselves. I'm seeing Punk said that a whole huge raft of people have said that. So, um, yeah, I, I as far as being a bigger business is concerned, probably never. Um, they've just got too much of a head. So WWE have got too much of a head start on AEW. But as far as quality of the performances on TV and. Uh, audiences, um, I, I still think AEW will eventually overtake WWE. They can't, they can't not. They can't keep adding the quality of the roster that they are, um, and and telling the stories that they are, and not turning on wrestling fans. I think the best thing AEW can do is to completely ignore anything to do with WWE at all. And even as an AEW fan, don't like you know. I mean, we talk about WWE a lot on the podcast because they are omnipresent. The stories are always out there. People want to hear us talk about those stories. And, um, you know, it's difficult. We don't review the shows or anything because we don't really want to give WWE too much 
uh, oxygen. Besides the fact that really, ultimately, the ultimate reason is it's boring and we don't want to watch the shows. <laughs> so sorry to anyone who's a WWE fan who who loves the shows, but that's the main reason. But I, I just think the best thing AEW can do is essentially just head down, bum up, and and keep making the product that they're making and signing quality people to to the roster and, and just make sure that things don't get out of control. That's always been the problem of, of any um, any organization that has tried to take on WWE is that they concentrate so much on them that they lose sight of what they were doing in the first place that made them popular. Uh, so as long as egos don't get in the way and... Um, and everyone's happy to, to play as a team in AEW, then, yeah, I don't see any reason why AEW um, can't take over WWE as far as ratings are concerned. Everything else, probably not. Um, but uh, who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen this year? Maybe, but probably not. Probably not. I, I have legitimately underestimated how loyal... WWE's fan base, that core fan base, that 1.5 million people who watch every week, I just assumed would disappear over time. It just hasn't. You know, there there is a core constituent of WWE fans that's represented by that raw rating every week that just loves the product and good for you. You know, great. I mean, genuinely not even being sarcastic there, just if you... If that's your favorite TV show, your favorite wrestling promotion, great. Get into it. Um, all I would say is maybe try and watch some other things and see if there's anything else you like because that's what I, you know, I kind of had to be dragged AEW kicking and screaming a little bit. Um, not kicking and screaming, but, you know, you're used to watching the same thing over, you know, for years. So something new is scary. Anyway, the answer to that question, probably not, Will, but we'll see. Will, see? Uh, all right well look i'm just gonna leave it there we said a few questions um yeah AEW was great last week um uh just trying to think of ricky starks the ricky starks match was uh phenomenal ricky starks jay lethal on rampage was my match of the week really enjoyed rampage actually really really enjoyed it hour-long episode of tv Man, I just, I can't, it's hard for me to hear arguments for anything longer than that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I will leave you guys there. Um, if you want to keep supporting the show, you can uh, throw us a follow and um, a rating on uh, Good Pods or Apple Podcasts. Uh, but until next time, brother dudes, may your wrestling be good wrestling and good night.